0: If you're new to the show, the last episode of the month is from you, the listener. And this one came from Jacob from the podcast Old Men New Games. And he wants to know if a host has English as a second language and, you know, might mess up a word every now and then, is that like a no go? Is that an instant tune out? And I did a couple quick research, you know, from Uncle Google. 1.35 billion people, that is basically 17% of the world's population, speaks English. And I think part of the nervousness of this question comes from hearing people say things like this. I speak five languages. Learn to speak a language correctly. It's not easy. How about this? If Siri can't understand you, you're in trouble. And if stumbling over a word now and then is a crime, well, then I'm guilty and I'm a native English speaker. I think what we're talking about today, in many cases, is a thick accent. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting Sense 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I am so glad you're here. This is why I help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. My website, schoolofpodcasting.com. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener, you can save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. That link again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener. So As we jump into the question of the month, it really does, I think, boil down to a thick accent, and I hear, I live in Ohio, so I have, I guess, a Northwestern accent, which to me is weird because, well, everybody around me sounds like me, and I'm sure people that live in Georgia and talk like this uh, probably think everybody sounds like them too, and then the guy up in uh, Boston that wants to park your car, you know, and then the dude who wants to park your car in California, you know, accents are, to me, fun but let's jump into what you had to say and boy when you talk about somebody that might know a thing about accents he's from the ingles podcast he's a brit living in spain teaching english take it away craig i absolutely loved
1: jacob's question jacob from denmark asking if you podcast with an accent is it a no-no uh no no (laughs) it's not a no-no definitely not let me throw some names at you Arnold Schwarzenegger, Christopher Waltz, Penelope Cruz, Antonio Banderas, Marlena Dietrich, if anyone remembers Marlena Dietrich, Ariana Huffington, Jackie Chan, these are all people who whose accent has become very much a part of their identity in an English-speaking world. It's a big part of who these people are. And we use language to communicate, and I know many people who speak English as a second language, who are much better communicators than some native speakers. They use effective stress and intonation, and they speak with more enthusiasm. Now, if you mispronounce words to the extent that communication regularly breaks down, that could be a problem. You, you need to be understood, and your pronunciation shouldn't put a strain on the listener. But I'll let you into a secret. Native speakers make mistakes too. I hear native speakers make mistakes on a regular basis. So please, Jacob, don't let not having English as your first language stop you from podcasting. A very good friend of mine, Daniel Goodson, from a podcast called My Fluent Podcast, he's improving his English every week by podcasting in English. About the English language. And there are many podcasters out there who don't have English as their first language. So, in my opinion, as a language teacher, no, not having English as your first language should definitely not stop you podcasting. My name's Craig. I help non native speakers improve their English. And you can find our podcast at inglespodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: Thank you, Craig. And that's the show, everybody. We'll see. No, I'm just kidding. Hello, Dave Jackson and the School of Podcasting. This is Anthony Arno from the Route 66 podcast, where we talk with people living and working along the mother road. In answer to the question, when a host messes up a word or two, do I continue to listen or not? Well, regardless of whether or not that person's native language is English, I can't imagine myself turning it off if I'm finding value in the content. But let's flip the question around a bit. I grew up in New York City, about a thousand miles from the nearest point along Route 66, which is a highway that doesn't even exist anymore. And you can imagine my fear of pronouncing the name of a town or a person living and working along the road incorrectly. How would that affect my credibility as a podcaster when it comes to my own listening audience? It's one thing to know how to correctly pronounce a person's name or place along the road and reminding yourself to say it the way the locals say it, not the way a tourist would say it. But somewhere in the back of my mind, there's always the fear of saying the name of a town incorrectly and just not knowing it. For example, a popular advocate along Route 66 is Angel Delgadillo, not Delgadillo. And it's Tucumcari, New Mexico not Tucumcari, and by far the most popular town mispronounced along the Mother Road is Miami, spelled just like the city in Florida, but pronounced Miama, and that's in Oklahoma. My next episode will feature the Joliet Prison, one of the oldest prisons in the United States that was built by prisoners themselves and housed POWs during the Civil War. The Joliet Prison is along Route 66 in Illinois. And in that episode, I share stories about the famous prison scene in the Blues Brothers, how Lincoln Gray robbers just got one year at Joliet for stealing the body of a U.S. president because there were no laws against stealing dead bodies, let alone dead presidents, and how a wealthy gambler wanted to pay his debt to society by serving out his entire sentence in Joliet, but when his case was dismissed, he threatened to build a replica prison across the street. It's all on the Route 66 podcast or Route 66 podcast at route66podcast.com. Thank you Dave Jackson for being part of my morning drive every Monday morning. This is Anthony Arno. Take care.
0: Anthony brings up a good point with the route route thing. Here in Ohio, we have if a thing wakes you up uh in the morning, it's a rooster. But yet, the city about an hour and a half from me, spelled W O O S T E R, a lot of people pronounce Worcester. It should be Wooster. So, English in itself is just a mess. Hi,
1: Dave. It's Craig from Live Well and Flourish, the podcast that helps you live an excellent life. Available at livewellandflourish.com. Since I often draw from ancient philosophy in my episodes, I often try, note the word try to pronounce old Greek words like eudaimonia, oops, I got that one wrong, eudaimonia, phronesis, and for an upcoming episode, akrasia, which means weakness of will. Don't worry, even though I might mispronounce the words, I always explain them in easy-to-understand language. Because I have to pronounce Greek words, I'm pretty tolerant of someone mispronouncing English words, especially if English isn't their first language. Speaking a second language is hard. If you don't believe me, try talking to me in Spanish. Thanks, Dave, for the School of Podcasting and for all that you do for the podcasting community.
0: Thank you, Craig. I should have said this sooner. Everybody's website. So if you're sitting there in the car right now going, oh, I want to go listen to Live Well and Flourish, and you're trying to just repeat livewellandflourish.com, livewellandflourish.com. I'll have it in the show notes out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 868, livewellandflourish.com.
3: Hi, Dave and School of Podcasting listeners. I'm Sarah Clark from the Kind Leadership Challenge podcast. And when you read Jacob's question, I just wanted to give him a hug. I have huge respect for anyone who can become fluent enough in a second language to podcast in it. And I have to admit that I'm a little angry we live in a world where Jacob would worry about something like this. After all, I'm not up nights worrying that people will unsubscribe from my show if I mispronounce a random word or two in whatever language. However, to be a fair judge, I went and checked out the most recent episode of your show. I enjoyed hearing you and Praben discuss Nakara Blade Point, and based on your review, I would suggest both the game and your podcast to folks with similar tastes. Also, I listened to your podcast at 1.5 speed, as is my custom. Even though it was the first time I'd heard your voices, I had no issue understanding either of you, and I didn't notice any language flubs you might have made. And if I had, I would have slowed down my player and kept listening. Old Ben New Games is well-produced, thoughtfully constructed, and provides value to people interested in the topic. I've podcasted for almost a decade at this point on various shows. I just want to say to Jacob and anyone like him who's listening, the minute you hit publish on your first episode, you became a leader. As I mentioned at the top, my podcast teaches the power of kind leadership. And in my experience as both a leader and a leadership scholar, the first and most important person you need to be kind to is yourself. One of the skills of kind leadership is growing humanely, where you learn to nurture yourself Reconnect with your core values of why you do what you do, and then use that foundation of self-confidence to make decisions that empower you and your listeners to build a better world. You made a kind decision when you decided to start this podcast to introduce listeners to new video games they can relax with after a long day, even though you felt unsure about your skills as an English speaker. Now, I'm going to challenge you to consider making another kind decision. To stop worrying about whether people will dislike your voice. Because the people who want to hear what you have to say will listen. The rest will move along, and that's okay. And if you're still worried after all that, you can always add a transcript to your website. Helps with the SEO, too. Dave, I hope you didn't mind me soapboxing. The wonderful gift of podcasting is that we all can send our voices and stories into the world. Let's not allow our anxieties to silence us. Again, this is Sarah Clark from the Kind Leadership Challenge, and if you want to hear me empower leaders to transform their organizations in 10 minutes or less, check out kindleadershipchallenge.com.
0: Thank you, Sarah. I wish you guys could see me. I'm smiling so wide right now because these are just such great responses and uh the other thing is you hear people talk about promo swaps, you know, where you give me a thirty second promo, I give you a thirty second promo or whatever. This is a promo swap. If you haven't, you know, I'm always hearing people, how do I grow my show? Answer the question of the month. Because I don't know about you. I've now heard Sarah answer two. You're two for two, uh, by the way, in twenty twenty three. Sarah, thank you so much for that.
4: I want to go listen to our show now. Hey, Dave. Wayne Henderson here from the Packers Fan Podcast, the show by and for fans of your 13-time NFL champion, Green Bay Packers. And I'm calling in with a thought on the question of the month regarding listening to a podcast where the host may have English as their second language. And they might even mess up a word or two now and then.
0: Oh, this is so meta. I'm going to interrupt because the guy that goes, ooh, now that's a good question. It's Wayne Henderson from mediavoiceovers.com let's uh i'm sorry Wayne to interrupt
4: continue not worried about that at all i do listen to some shows where folks do not have english as their first language whether it's listener feedback sometimes even the host and for me that's no big deal because one there's a lot of people that podcast and english is their first language and they're nowhere near as well spoken as some of the people who have english as a second language And so it's usually not a problem at all. If the sound quality is good enough and I can understand them, bring it on. The more, the merrier. Go Pack Go. Go
5: Pack
0: Go, baby. Thank you, Wayne.
5: I do not cancel people who don't speak English as a first language for many reasons. And I'm happy to share them with you today. Thanks for asking. Hi, my name is Ian Antonio Patterson, host and producer of Two Shows, English Coach Podcast, Living the Language, and Life is Feeling, Counting the Ways. The English Coach Podcast inspires, educates, and entertains anyone learning English as a second language and anyone looking to keep their language skills in a fun and interesting way. Life is Feeling does pretty much the same thing, but in a much less conservative and much more playful way. Both shows can be found at www.lifeisfeeling.com. Now, as an independent podcaster reaching out to you from lovely Berlin, Germany, I've been a fan of your show for many years. And it's no secret that to me, you rank among the great institutions within this space, alongside other greats like the hosts, producers and co-hosts of Ask the Podcast Coach, The Feed, the official Libsyn podcast, New Media Show and Podcast 2.0 to name a few. In answering your question again, I am a Jamaican living and working in Berlin, Germany as a language trainer. So, of course, I do not cancel anyone who doesn't speak English as a first language. Truth be told, I would perhaps more likely cancel any English native speaker whose accent or swang is so deep and exclusive that it seems to imply a certain privilege to an international stage. I do not think that the English language is owned by the UK, the USA, Australia or Canada or anyone else belonging to that club. The United States, for example, has 316 million speakers of English. India, 129 million. Pakistan, 108 million. Nigeria, about 100 million. Philippines, 70 million. The UK, 63 million. And Germany, 45 million. The list goes on. Why would I close all these people out? Now, my shows are free and open to anyone, but mostly for multilingual people. If I were to cancel all the others, I would be kind of going against one of the first reasons I had for starting this podcast or these podcasts in 2019 which was to take ownership of my own voice and in so doing, encouraging others to take ownership of theirs. This conviction or calling is loaded with a whole gamut of historical contexts, too many for this short format, ranging from the idea of free independent media being a pillar of any modern functioning democracy to the notion of digital identity and the important role that art plays in the adult learning experience. Language is one of those things that, unfortunately, we as human beings naturally use to express status, class, prejudice and pedigree. Now, all of that is rubbish to me. In this light, I much rather the inclusive approach, open, accessible and free. Thanks again, Dave, for the invitation. And I hope that was a good answer for you. I really appreciate all the work that you've been doing. Most of the things that I know about podcasting came from people like you, from your show, from Tips on the Right Mic, formatting the show, knowing how not to be boring and all these things, knowing how to link your site and the little SEO tweaks that we have to do to make our shows better. And I just want to take this opportunity to also say Thank you. Thank you very much for all the support you've been so generously giving to the community. I hope you keep up the good work, and I am looking forward to the next episode. Thanks again. Bye-bye.
0: Ian, thank you so much for your insights. I'm looking forward to the next episode. I'm actually working on it now. And it is insights from veteran podcasters who are launching a new podcast. And one of the things they say to grow your audience, you're doing it right now. Get your audience involved in the creation of an episode. Of course, you can subscribe to the show or follow Take Your Pick. Go to schoolofpodcasting.com/slash subscribe and never miss an episode. Hi, Dave. Hosts with English as a second language cuts both ways. If the host is charming and self-deprecating about lacking command of the language, stumbles and bumbles are easily forgiven. If, however, The accent is too heavy and mistakes too frequent, then extended listening becomes a challenge and ultimately
2: a deal breaker. This is Mark Vinette from the History of North America podcast, where I explore the wonderful and tragic stories of North America's
0: inhabitants, heroes, villains, leaders, environment, and geography at markvinette.com. Thank you, Mark. Always great to hear from you. There is a show I listen to where the one of the hosts has a really thick accent to the point that I have to slow down my podcast app to 1.0. What is that podcast? I'll let you know in just a second. At one point, I have probably listened to every podcast about podcasting, and two guys that I always love to tune into is Dr. Colin Gray, And Matthew McLean, they do a show called PodCraft, and I was just at their website trying to figure out what country are you from, and uh, they have a new tagline, No Podcaster Left Behind. I was like, ooh, I wish I would have thought of that, but doggone it, if somebody's going to have a great tagline, I want it to be these two guys. Matthew was actually a member of the School of Podcasting for a while, and they're both from Scotland and their podcast sounds like this. I'm Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com, joined by Matthew. As always, how you doing, Matthew? Happy New Year. So yeah, time of recording. We've just moved into 2023, haven't we? So on this episode, we're, we're continuing. This. So yeah, they, now, not so much Colin, but Matthew has, much like I said before, there are many different accents in America. I believe there are many different accents. Well, I know there are in You know, there are different British accents, Cogni versus other things that I can't even speak about. But uh, when I do a very bad English accent, it's a mixture of everything and sounds like nothing besides, well, that's bad. And uh, right. So I I would never say to these guys, you guys need to speak more American. You need to speak more. You need to learn how to nail a really hard R because Americans, we love car and park and we're going to go far in our car. We love our hard R's in America. And so I would love to know, I need to reach out to Colin. I would bet that his listenership in Scotland is much higher than mine because there are going to be people that go, oh my goodness, finally a podcast about podcasting where somebody sounds like me. Keep that in mind. So there may be people that have English as a second language, and when they hear your accent, whatever it is, that's wedging its way into English, they're going to go, this person, she sounds just like me. And that's going to be a bonding moment. So keep that in mind. But Dave, what about that person at the beginning of the show that said this? Learn to speak a language correctly. And if I'm ever sued for an episode, it'll be this one, because that guy is a guy I listened to growing up. He's the bass player of Kiss. Yes, the one and only Gene Simmons. And I'll have a link to a video where he explains how look, he didn't know any English when he showed up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so my point that I, I want to make here, if we could all just kind of politely lean back on our little psychiatrist couch in our mind, we all have something in our head that makes us think, well, I'm not like everybody else. And I don't know if there's anything we can do about that besides say that. There's always going to be that one person that isn't going to listen to your show because of whatever. You know, I drop way too many. I dropped the ARIO Speedwagon reference in the last episode. People under 50 have no idea what I'm talking about. But that was me being me. And consequently, my audience will probably tend to lean a little more gray haired than others because, well, they get the Fonzie reference. And I could try to change who I am and talk more about Billie Eilish, and but this is me being me. And so I say this because, okay, let's say you have a thick accent, and there might be somebody that tunes out because their brain isn't powerful enough to translate an accent into the awesome content that you're putting out. That's fine. There are plenty of people that will. Michael Hyatt does a podcast. Now this is in the early days. It's not in this format anymore, but Michael Hyatt had a co-host. Her name was Michelle Koshockton and Michelle was battling all sorts of cancer. Every time I turn around, she was beating something else. She was amazing. And at one point she had tongue cancer and they cut half her tongue out of some, I guess something happened to her tongue and I'm not making fun of her here. I just want you to understand something, but her S's, she talked like this now. And so what was weird about it is I remember when she came back, cause you know, she had to take time off for surgery and she was sounding like this. I'm here to tell you five minutes in, I didn't hear it anymore. It just evaporated. my brain somehow heard this new accent and just kind of tuned it out. It wasn't that big a deal. Now, the first time I heard it and she said, well, I'm so glad to be back. I was, there's was a part of my brain that went, Oh, bless your heart. You're, you know, that takes courage, but, I listen. Now, there are going to be other people that couldn't, but don't focus on them because there are still people you can help. There are still people you can entertain. There are still people that will listen. And that's an amazing thing. And I kind of get, I I, I got to be careful here because, you know, I'm a middle-aged white guy living in America. But when I hear people talk about underserved communities, look, if you let's not talk about Africa, Africa has poverty, right? That's poverty. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about some underserved community in whatever, some part of America. Let's do that. And they're like, yeah, we we can't get our voice out. Look, if you are hearing this right now, that means you have the Internet. And this is where, in the way that Gene Simmons is like, hey, speak English. I'm like, hey, if you can hear this now, that means you have the Internet. And don't be underheard. Don't be underserved. Start a podcast and reach the world. That's my whole thing. And again, I'm not talking about Africa where they don't have the internet, but if you have the internet and 60 bucks for a microphone, there's no reason that you can't be heard. And those are the people, for me, when I started back in 2005, I wasn't focused on making money. I was like, I want to learn from other people. I want to hear these different dialects. I want to hear about your part of the world. I listened to a show this week called Queer We Are, and it was amazing because I am a middle-aged white guy, straight guy, and it gave me a whole new perspective on what it's like to grow up a homosexual, because I know it's hard, and I know the whole coming out story and things like that, but to hear it firsthand, I was like, okay, this is an education. I can't get any place else. For me, that has always been the exciting part of podcasting. The money thing is fun and marketing, and that's I always end up in marketing no matter what company I've worked with. I join, I end up in the training department, and then they'll go, let's let Dave work in marketing too, because that's just something I am creative enough to help with. But get your voice out there and don't let some idiot who doesn't like your accent stop you from doing that. Now, there are accents. I tried to listen to somebody, and again, Look, I'm trying to learn Spanish right now, and I'm just butchering it. I spend like maybe 10 minutes a day, but that's better than what I did two years ago when I spent zero time trying to learn Spanish. And I can say fun things like, yo, como, como, yo, como manzanas, which I think is I eat apples, but I'm probably butchering the verb there. But consequently, I know that eventually I will find things that I'll tweak and things like that. I know I listened to a man who had an Indian accent and he was just butchering the L sound, right? So love, um, wailing. And he was making an L sound like a W. So it was like way And I was like, Hmm, not sure. And, and that's only because I grew up listening to Elmer Fudd and it just, it was one of those things where how you're saying something becomes so distracting that you can't focus on what's being said Because of how it's being said, there are going to be people. Now, my case, I was the guy. I had to tune out for that because my brain just wouldn't catch up. And I was thinking about Elmer Fudd, which brings up another point. I assume you know who Elmer Fudd is. And if you're 20, you may not because there aren't Saturday morning cartoons. And if you live outside the U.S., I assume everybody knows who Bugs Bunny is and that Elmer Fudd was his arch nemesis, and you may be someplace wherever that you go. I have no idea what you're talking about, and uh, I think it was Ian that mentioned that there are times when Americans talk about American stuff thinking that everybody knows what it is, and it's not because it's just in America, and that is something I am probably guilty of. But let's go with that because I never do that maliciously, However, there are going to be people that like, ah, oh, there's that stupid American doing the American thing again, and they're going to tune out and that's fine. That's their prerogative, but there are, there's still those people that are going to stick around. So if you never start a podcast because not everybody's going to like it, you're never going to start because there are people that do not like this show. And yet we just heard a handful of people say how much they love it and you have to be okay with people not liking you. And I am here to tell you that it's not as easy as it sounds because I'm like you. I want everybody. Who doesn't love Dave Jackson? Well, apparently, probably a, a room full, at least I would think. Quit focusing on those people. Don't focus on what might happen that's negative. Why not focus on the what could happen positive? Now, we all do this again. I don't know how many positive reviews I have in Apple Podcasts. I don't pay that much attention to them, but I, I do appreciate them if you ever want to leave one. But I can quote you the one negative one, a bad show for a bad product. I quote it like scripture. It's just the way we are kind of wired to focus on the negative. Let's focus on the positive. There are so many great things that can happen with your podcast. Even if you have an accent that you swear is deafening, you just heard a bunch of people go, nah, it's really not that big a deal. Next week on the School of Podcasting. Oh yeah, I'm going to jump in there. Uh, I almost want to put that on like a, a extended dance loop. How do we get more people to listen to our show? Have better conversations.
2: Better conversation. Better 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 conversation. How do we get more get more people better conversations?
0: Go to schoolofpodcasting.com/subscribe. I thought I would wrap up with one thing I just discovered this back in 2021. Craig from the ingles podcast actually won an award and there's a video on this website from the british council talking about how they're getting millions of downloads and there's some clips of craig's audience welcome to Aprender Inglés con
1: Reza y
5: Craig.
0: I'm from Barranquilla, Colombia, and I really enjoy Aprender Inglés with Reza and Craig.
4: I really
5: enjoy the topic they cover.
4: I have been listening to Reza and Craig's podcast for two years, and they helped me a lot to improve my fluency and listening skills.
0: And the cool thing is, I understood every single word of every single person. So, yes, you can make a difference with your podcast, even if you have an accent. And I realize you're going, but I don't sound like Scarlett Johansson or Tom Cruise or whoever. No, you can. You sound like you and your voice is beautiful and there are people that need to hear it. And Everybody that doesn't understand or appreciate your voice, well, it's their loss. Thanks again for listening. Everything we talked about today, you can find it schoolofpodcasting.com slash 868. If you want to join the School of Podcasting community, I would love to have you. Simply go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash listener. And of course, the newsletter, all the past episodes, everything is out there at schoolofpodcasting.com. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. say but i don't sound like tom cruise i don't sound like whoever famous female person that i can't think of at the moment i was gonna say michelle pfeiffer but really michelle pfeiffer what is it 1982